Support for today's show is brought to you by Skydance Mountain, offering creative services for creatives. Need an inspiring website, graphic design, professional podcast, audio production, or other creative content? Go to www.skydancemountain.com for all your creative needs. Welcome to Mountain Zen Den, the place to connect with nature for mindfulness and personal growth in your life, naturally. This is your place, and I'm so glad you're here. Come on in. Hey, this is Brett, your companion and fellow traveler on your journey to being a more mindful person. You've chosen well, Grasshopper. So I've got some bad news for you. NDD is sweeping the world right now and it's stealing our health and well-being, contributing to things like heart disease, diabetes, and Alzheimer's. It's also driving us mad, ruining our relationships, stealing our joy, and robbing us of our sense of meaning and purpose. What is NDD? Nature Deficit Disorder. A few years back, author Richard Louv coined this term, and now we're all facing an important decision. How do we overcome this deficit? We'll come back to this in another episode, but for today, suffice it to say that we've got to do something about it. The good news is there are many ways of dealing with NDD that can help restore and renew our health and joy and perspective on life. There are as many ways of connecting with nature as there are people. One of my favorite, most meaningful ways of connecting with nature is by keeping a nature journal, a written record of some kind that captures your thoughts, observations, and even drawings, if you like, of all the natural world around you. About 20 years ago, my family and I made our first excursion to Yellowstone National Park. Let me tell you, I was completely blown away by how wonderful and mysterious and full of variety this place was. It was like being on another planet. I've never been anywhere like it, and it awakened my senses like nothing had in a very long time. Paint pots and geysers, hot springs and unearthly land formations, bison in the road and nearly in your car window in your face, grizzlies and coyotes, the the place screamed wonder and adventure. I just loved it. I wanted to somehow capture the essence of the place and the plethora of indescribable emotions and feelings that I was experiencing. I never wanted to lose that wonder and amazement, and for me, taking pictures wasn't enough. So while I was there, I visited a gift shop in Jackson and discovered a treasure of a book by a freelance artist and writer named Hannah Hinchman called A Life in Hand, Creating the Illuminated Journal. Now up to that point, I had dabbled in a little journaling, sketching, and creative writing, but I had not found such a wealth of ideas for capturing the experiences and my thoughts and words. It seemed like every page and thought and idea she shared was inspiring. I'll forever associate that trip with her book and discovering the gift of nature journaling. In it, she offered a wealth of ideas and techniques for creating a lasting memoir that will continue to bring enrichment and rewards to your life even years later as you go through it. She had me from chapter one when she said, Most of us... Normal people who aren't astronauts or living in a country undergoing revolution probably see our lives as unworthy of careful observation. Quite the opposite is true. Each of us is supplied with the same basic equipment as the first human and lives under the conditions that make being human so remarkable. We have an arsenal of senses in a world of countless things to sense. We have minds that can hold images and form ideas of past, present, and future all at once. We have won a moment in the unfolding universe. 
doesn't that warrant comment? You know, I find it interesting to note that the words journal and journey share the same Middle English root word, diurnal, D-I-U-R-N-A-L, meaning daily. This can and should be a daily exercise that helps and keeps us grounded and rooted in not only our hearts to be in touch with what we are thinking, feeling, and experiencing, but in the world around us also. Most all the great naturalists kept journals of some sort that helped them make sense of the natural world around them. Here are a few reasons you should keep a nature journal. 1. It teaches you to be more observant and helps you discover a whole new way of seeing the natural world around you. In other words, it gives you a daily fresh perspective. 2. It helps you slow down and be more mindful. It keeps you in the present moment. 3. It it makes for a wonderful keepsake, a record of events, a reminder for you to revisit later that will show you where you were at the particular time in your life that you were journaling and what you were experiencing and thinking. 4. It helps give your life meaning and makes you feel better connected with the world around you while giving you a view of the bigger picture. It keeps you grounded. And five, there are other side benefits, including the fact that nature journaling teaches you to better express yourself. It also helps you be in better touch with yourself, able to recognize and deal with internal thoughts, issues, struggles, personal choices, and decisions you need to make. So how do you actually keep a nature journal? Well, here are a few ideas to help get you started. The best way to start is to just write about what you're seeing when you're out in nature or any thoughts you might have. Try to describe what you see. Does it remind you of an experience you had in the past? Does it inspire you to bring up more questions? Does it give you any insights that you hadn't thought of before? Does it give you any encouragement? As you begin, don't worry about trying to be perfect. Don't worry about dirt on the pages, misspelling, or smudged ink. Think of it as an extension of your life, raw and in the moment. It'll be more fun to come back and look at later and see that coffee stain or other memento that'll remind you of where you were that day or what happened. That's how life is. Just do field observations. You might also try meditative sketching. Meditative sketching is where you begin with broad strokes and outlines, later coming back to fill in the shading and the dark parts. As you do, just relax and enjoy the process. Don't try to rush things. Just be mindful of what you see and how you're feeling. If while you are drawing an idea or significant thought or memory comes to mind, try to sketch something about it and label it with a short sentence or descriptive word. You could say something like, I love the way the sun filters through the trees this time of day or this time of year. Or, that same crazy squirrel keeps coming back and makes such comical moves. Now these are just observations and thoughts to remind you what you were thinking or observing when you did the sketch. You could also take a good walk in nature and come back home and try to capture the day through thoughts and images in your journal. It's kind of like a a reminder of the day. There's something about going back over the day in your mind that helps you better reference it and look at it with new perspective through different lenses than when you were actually there. Try not to make judgments of good or bad. Just simply observe. Harder than it sounds at times, I know, but worth it. Of course, if you were really down about something or very excited, you should write about it and share the full experience. The point is to get you noticing and aware of your environment, both inside and out. You may already be keeping a nature journal, and if you are, I say, way to go, keep up the good work. You may want to stretch yourself by trying new techniques. Find other nature journals and books on journaling, or talk to other journalists and help give yourself a new and different perspective. 
Well, we went a little longer today than usual, so rather than do our meditation together here, I'm going to leave you some space with our theme song and flowing river at the end of the show. And kind of kicking you out of the nest so you have to do it on your own today. Now, if you so desire, I encourage you to take some time to just breathe deep, close your eyes, and relax as you do your own mindfulness meditation. If you're not used to meditating on your own, this will be a good time to just practice noticing your breath with your eyes closed until the music and the river fade. And remember, if thoughts come and go, that's a good thing. That means you're a human being. And just allow them to pass like clouds in the sky or like water in the river. So go for it. I know you can do it. Also, if you're not already doing it, I want to encourage you to make nature journaling a part of your daily mindfulness routine. At least try it for a week or so and see if it doesn't change the way you see the world and yourself. So I'm going to leave you with your quote for the day, and it's from the Buddha. And he says, Each morning we are born again. What we do today is what matters most. Good words. And a good time together, too. Thanks so much for being here. If you have any thoughts or tips or ideas you'd like to share with us, you can do so on our Mountains End Den Facebook page. We'd love to hear what works and doesn't work for you so the community can grow richer in their practice and experience with mindfulness in nature. Thanks. And remember, life is a gift. Nature's a gift. And you are a gift back to the world. We'll see you here tomorrow.